Welcome to Heart Church. We believe the gospel has the power to change your whole life, all your life. We hope you're ready to hear from God and be impacted by this message. I want to talk about the stretch today. I believe God's laid a word on my heart, really trying to tie up some of the things that God has been speaking to us about as a community, as a church. I don't know if you've ever found yourself in the stretch. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you've had to make things stretch? Just, you've looked at the month and the money and there's more month than the money. And have you ever been in that situation where you're in the stretch and you've reviewed every bill that's come out of your house? It's like, okay, let's look at electric. Can we get it cheaper? It's like, no, okay, that's, neither have I, obviously. I've just, I've just heard about it, but um, maybe you're a student in here and you know what the stretch is about when you try to make that student loan stretch and you get creative with meal plans maybe. Or I, I don't know if you've ever had people around your house and the food that you've got, you've had to make stretch because maybe there's more people turn up than you were expecting. And who, just hands up, I, this will just do my soul good. Um, hands up, where are all the over-caterers? All the over-caterers? Okay, you're my people. You're my people. You're like, if people are coming over, you're not that person that says, it will be fine. You're like, no, let's just get a little bit more. It's like your worst fear is like people coming around the table and like, oh, is, 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 that, is that it? Oh, 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 it's all gone. Okay. It's like, some of us could do we're getting set free from that in Jesus' name. If I did an article, that's a, that's a genuine fear. I can remember times it's like, it's, it's like, it's just that awkward moment when it's like, especially when we were working with young people and had teenage boys over and it was like, you put all this food out and they're like, and where's the rest? <laughs> Terrible. Or maybe, um, maybe you can relate to having a, a little bit of milk left over and you've had to make it stretch. Everybody's cup of tea goes a little bit darker or a cup of coffee or... Or how about this one? Maybe you can relate to this one. When you run out of toothpaste and there's that tiny little bit, there's that tiny little bit and who knew that there was so much toothpaste that could be, could come out if you just applied a little bit of pressure. Some of you are looking like, well, I've always got a spare backup. I've never been in the, the stretch. I've like that before. How many of you I've ever been caught out by a boss or a friend and you find yourself stretching the truth? Obviously in your BC days, your before Christ days, clearly, the stretch. But I, I want to talk to us today about a different kind of stretch. This, the stretch where God is doing something and enlarging you, enlarging a family, enlarging a church, enlarging a friendship group where God has something bigger and because he's got something bigger, it means there's a stretch going on. There's an enlargement going on on the inside. I want to talk into that today. And I want to pray as we go come around God's Word together. Heavenly Father, you've been so good to us. You've been so kind to us. And my prayer is, Lord, as we come around your Word and as we speak, Lord God, that you would minister by the power of your Holy Spirit. God, we, we love your Word. We we thank you for it. We thank you for what the power happens when we come around it, combined by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. I just want to say as I'm speaking today, um, and I know this happens anyway, but just to encourage you, like, if I'm speaking about something and the Holy Spirit gets your attention, um, then just write that down if you're making notes. Take, take note of that. You know, often as a preacher, it's, 
encouraging and sometimes a bit strange <laughs> and sometimes it can be discouraging and, until I got my head around it. Someone would say, oh, I love that part when you said this, this, this and this. And I'd be like, that's great. I'd be like, I never said that. I never, I never said that. But, that's, but I think sometimes what happens is God uses a verse and, and the Spirit of God applies it and that's what you needed to hear at that time. So I just want to encourage you just to be open. It might be a phrase. It might be something. Allow your thought to, to go with that because maybe God is using that to speak to you. But this, yeah, this stretch that I want to talk to you about is what happens when God places a demand upon you that is bigger than where you are right now. And just listening to Pastor Malcolm and Pastor Nett's messages, I feel like I just kind of want to tie some things in and maybe teach into that to help us because I, I believe that the Spirit, when the Spirit of God is speaking that we really don't just need to listen, but we need to really listen. When it, the Bible says, when Jesus in the book of Revelation, he says, pay attention to what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. So God has got a specific thing to certain churches at certain times. And I've just been really struck by two messages. One, Pastor Malcolm shared about this oil in the house. He remembers that, there's oil in the house. And Pastor Nett, when she shared um, about the power of a lunchbox, and it was this thought that struck me, that in both of these stories, you had a situation where somebody was asked to place demand on something that was not enough and make it stretch. And so this woman, we read about it in Two Kings, she was a widow, she made a plan, she was going to kill herself with her son. Elisha, the prophet, the man of God comes. And says to the woman, first, no, she says, he says, comes to her and says, listen, take some oil, take that little bit of oil, go around your friend's house, go around your neighbors, ask for jars, and then begin to feel that little bit you have. And as you keep doing that, it's going to be filled. That moment from hearing that word to seeing the miracle is what I want to call the stretch. Because that makes no sense naturally. The loaves and fishes that Pastor Lynette talked about, there was not enough. Let's just be real. It wasn't enough. And yet there was this demand placed on the disciples, on the boy who gave his lunch. And that is the stretch where God is saying, I am enlarging something inside of you through this process. And so when Pastor Lynette said that, use these words, I mean, it struck me so much. She said, Jesus blessed what, what was not enough. She said, it was in the breaking that the miracle occurred. She said, the miracle was in the inconvenience. And it just was like one of those confirmation words to me personally, where I was like, ugh. So God's not trying to get me out of this inconvenience. He's not trying to get more to me right now. He wants me to use what I have to get the more than enough to me. And it just helped kind of locate me to kind of go, Lawrence, you have to embrace the stretch. You have to embrace the inconvenience. You have to embrace this season because I'm doing an enlarging inside of you. Church, I believe that this church is in the stretch. I believe that I'm going to use this, what, what is moving to KMC in this venue as a bit of analogy because I think we can relate to it. I can certainly relate to it because I've been involved in it. But we're in this stretch. We're in this season where we're at, God's asked us to do something. He's asked us to step out and we're yet to see the fulfillment of all that he's going to do. God says to us, enlarge the place of your dwelling. And I, I'm one of those people who, 
I, I, I kind of want to ground it for us because it's not just about hearing something out here. We've got to actually live this out. And I like talking about how difficult it is because then it helps us to face up to it. But I'll come on to some areas which will help us embrace the stretch. This, some of you, many of you, are in a season which is uncomfortable. And I, I, what I'm going to teach you today is how can we learn to be comfortable while being uncomfortable? How can we get our heads around this enlarging that God's wanting to do in us when it doesn't feel very nice? And, and you know, I'm in a season, we're in a season where my thinking is being stretched. My thinking is in the stretch. My capacity is being stretched. What I think I'm capable of, enlarge the place of your tent. My dependency is being stretched. I believe our dependency on God is being stretched. Enlarge the place of your tent. We, we need to embrace the stretch. And these characters that we see in the Bible, Abraham gets this knock on the door on his tent saying, come out of the tent, Abraham, and look at the stars. And if you can count them, so your descendants will be. And, what, and you can't count the stars, so Abraham gives it a go. And what's happening? God is trying to stretch his thinking. He's trying to stretch his thinking. And we've got so many stories when Simon, one of Jesus' disciples, hears from Jesus that now he's going to be called Peter. And now he's going to be, he's the rock that the church is going to be built on. I'm sure that his friends were thinking that was a bit of a stretch. It's like, I'm not sure about this. When when Mary has this encounter from this angel and says, you are going to carry Jesus, the Savior of the world. And she's like, how is this going to happen? She's in the stretch and she, her capacity literally had to grow to facilitate what God wanted, to, wanted her to do. And I use these examples because wherever you find yourself today, you could say, well, I'm a grandma. The stretch doesn't relate to me. Well, it, it kind of related to Sarah. So it relates to you. Or maybe you think, I'm just a factory worker. Well, Gideon said, who am I? I'm the least in this clan. Maybe you feel like that today. My life hasn't got significance. No, God has got a commitment to every single one of us to make us larger on the inside. It's nothing to do with our profession or our background or our pedigree, as it were. The only, God, well, if you're a follower of Jesus, the only people who, are, who don't encounter the stretch are people who have not accepted God's will for their lives. When you do, if you do, if you say yes to Jesus, which I'm believing people will today, you will go on this amazing journey of God stretching you and you being encountering things that you never thought that you'd be able to do because God's spirit inside of you is always trying to enlarge you to the things of God. And I just want to talk into three areas, and I, and I want to give opportunity. I'm not going to speak for a super long time, which is always a dangerous thing for preachers to say, especially when we get excited, because I want to leave time to pray for some people here today, because I believe that for some people here today, this is going to be what you didn't want to hear, what you needed to hear, and it's all going to be great, and God's going to come through and touch your life in a powerful way. You know, when you're in the stretch, you start, you got to pay attention to the kind of questions you start asking yourself. When stuff is being demanded of you, I'm not just talking about going through a hard time. That can be a part of it. But you know when you're in a season when God is pulling something out of you and you know it's God and you know it's good, but it's still tough. It's still, still difficult. And you can ask, you can forget sometimes, you can think to yourself, why is this happening? Or maybe you think to yourself, can I keep going? Is this worth it? 
Or you may think to yourself, can I sustain this? And I want to talk about three things that the stretch can do or perform in this. I want to say, I want to talk about the stretch in relation to significance. The stretch has significance. I want to talk about the fact that the stretch builds resilience. And I want to talk about the fact that the stretch leads to permanence. I'm excited about that one. That's, I believe I've got something for some people today on that one. Isaiah 54 verse 3 says this, For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. I want to say the stretch has significance. When God was speaking to his people about stretching out, lengthening, being bigger, it wasn't an end in itself. It had a purpose because God had lots and lots and lots and lots of people that he wanted to be a part of what he was doing. I want to say to you, the stretch that you're going through has significance. It has a purpose. There's an enlarging that God wants to do. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. What is Jesus doing? Jesus in that moment, he didn't fix his eyes on the stretch, he fixed his eyes upon the significance of what he was called to. His eyes were fixed upon what he was called to. It says, scorning its shame, because there was shame attached to what Jesus had to go through. He was spat on. He was jeered. And, and Jesus said, Jesus was like, I, I'm not embracing the shame of what I have to go through. I'm embracing the joy of the significance of what I've called to. We're talking to some of the staff team and some of the teams earlier today. And last Sunday was 12 weeks since we've been at KMC, 12 weeks. And I was... Um, Calling that season one. I don't know if you have a box set. If you watch TV, there's a box set of season one. That last 12 weeks was season one of KMC. You can catch up at heart.church. It's been amazing. And just having a chance to reflect on season one at KMC and reflect and just hearing stories about some of our children, some of your children who are stepping out in the gifts of the Spirit and prophesying over people. People who have come and they have got no background. People coming to church for the very first time because they've heard from God and they're praying to God, calling out to God, using swear words, it's amazing, on this amazing journey, finding themselves here, people far from God coming to church for the first time. Can I say to you, church, in season one, we've seen 58 people put their hands up in our service to respond to Jesus in 12 weeks, in season one of Heart Church. That's people saying yes to Jesus for the first time. That's people recommitting their life to Jesus, which I'm very passionate about because this guy was a recommitment. That's why I'm here. People exploring faith more, and the reason I say that, because maybe for some of us, we're in the stretch, whether it's just finding a new venue, trying to figure out how to get here and still getting used to it, or whether you're on team and you see the stretch and the need. But so often, I know for me, I can focus on just what I need to do and forget the significance of what we're called to. And it's the same with your personal walk. Whatever God's calling you to do and whatever is leading you, we have to keep our mind and our focus on the big picture and the reason I want to say that is because the stretch can be humbling, really humbling. The stretch is inconvenient. And I was thinking about this, this woman who, you know, she gets this word from God, from, through the man of God, about if she's obedient to what God asks her to do, that God's going to come through. But she 
she had to take something that was a private issue that she didn't have enough and the debtors were coming and she had to then go and get other people involved and let other people know about her issue. That's called the stretch. She had to knock on the door and said, I, I need to borrow your jars. And they're like, why? It's like, hey, uh, <laughs> heard from God, I've got this issue, God's going to fix it, just give me the jar. Um, <laughs> stop talking to me. But you know, I think that woman was maybe so desperate about the breakthrough that she was more focused on the significance of what God's word was rather than the pain of the process. And I think that's something we need to keep reminding ourselves. I feel like we can maybe relate to that as a church that maybe for us, we've got a word from God, we're stepping out. We, we need to stretch out our tent as it were. We need to carry, get some jars together. And maybe even people are looking at you or asking you questions and like, so what's this all about? Why are you doing that? Why are you guys doing this? And you're a bit like, ah, oh, just give us, God just asked us to give us the jars. We just got the jars together and we're, we're just kind of hoping that God will use this and we're stepping out on a world from God and we're believing God will come through. It's called the stretch. But if we can just remind ourselves that God has got cities and nations in mind, that He wants us to dispossess nations, that He wants us to see things that are desolate come back to life again, then, then we can embrace the stretch because there's a joy attached to it. You in your personal work with God as a, with friends and family, you need to work out how you approach this part. If you're in the stretch or when you are on the stretch, what is the word of God that you're clinging to in this season that is more significant than the stretch and the pain that you're enduring? There's significance in what you're going through. 1 Peter 1 verse 7 in a modern translation called the Passion Translation says this, talking about going through trials. But it says, these only reveal the sterling core of your faith, which is far more valuable than gold that perishes. For even gold is refined by fire. Your authentic faith will result in even more praise, glory, and honour when Jesus, the anointed one, is revealed. Just leave that up there for a few moments for me. So what's Peter saying to the church? What's he saying to us? This trial that you're going through this stretch that you're being embracing, that you're encountering, and it's uncomfortable, it's inconvenient, there's something more significant than what you're going through. And that is praise, glory, and honour to Jesus. This, I've got to be honest, this, this, I'm not like one of those people who can, who's just got like a massive pain threshold. You know what I mean? It's like, just bring it on. I'm not too bad, but, and, it, and I think the same is true when it comes to walking with God. But the only thing that can kind of get me through the pain is knowing, okay, if this brings you glory, God, if this is going to result in your praise, that's why I'm here. Is that not why we're here, church? We're here to bring glory, honour and praise. We're here to see what God, what's on God's heart be revealed. But it always takes people who are willing to embrace the stretch. It's not that you, what, it's about embracing the fact that I have not got enough. Number two, Isaiah 54 verse 2, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your, your tent curtains wide. It says, do not hold back. Lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. Do not hold back. The strength brings resilience. The strength, the, sorry, the stretch brings, the stretch brings resilience. I've got to be honest, I, yeah, you can bring that. I love this encouragement from the, the scripture, because when you are in a place when you feel stretched and God is trying to do more, the tendency 
I think is to try and pull back. If you've ever been in a season where you feel like you're being stretched on all sides, the tendency is to kind of like pull back. It's to kind of rein this in, to kind of to play small. But the encouragement from Scripture is when God is speaking to us, He says, no, don't do that. You're, don't, I'm enlarging and don't hold back. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. I was in a conversation recently and... Um, it became clear to me that God was trying to enlarge me, that I was in the stretch. Because the thing about stretching out your temp pegs, this is our family tent, by the way. We were all very cozy in here. Um, that was a joke. That bomb, never use that again. Some people think it's like, some people are like, Dave, give him that check. What's wrong with him? This is terrible. But the thing about a tent is um, it, it has temp pegs that hold it together. Yeah, you're welcome. And... Um, they go into the ground and these become the reference points that establish the stability and bring the tension needed. So when God is saying to enlarge and lengthen your tempex, it's like you, you, these reference points need to go. These reference points need to change. These reference points need to be pulled up because they're too small and they need to be lengthened. And I was in a conversation because I, I feel like I'm personally in the stretch where God is stretching me and and. And I had the two great people around me and I was saying, what do we do on this situation? And they were saying, they were just trying to stretch my thinking a little bit. And they said, I th we think it's this. And I'm like, well, but what if it's this? What if it's, what if it's this, you know? And that, no, no. And, and they was being a bit aggressive, so they added pastor in as well, just to make it sound like, no, pastor, this is what we need to do. And we need to go over here. And honestly, my default is to kind of go, but I don't know what over there looks like. I know what here looks like. Let's just stay here. And it's like, no. And I had to embrace it. It's like, no, God, you're trying to stretch me. What do you do when God starts to stretch your reference points? And you have got no reference point for what God is trying to do. When the temp pegs start to move, because what God's asking you to do is outside of something that you've ever seen before. Honestly, I feel like God is wanting to stretch our reference point. And I... I blame oceans because we've all sung it and we, we didn't really count the cost. It's like, I I, I, I'm going to speak to Joel Houston. Like, just rewrite it, man. Like, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Awesome. But if we can just put a few borders around here, just, just let me have a few reference points so I know what we're working with because I already feel uncomfortable. And it's almost like I, I want to live here and maybe you can relate to this. And I want to, I, I want, I want to stretch out, but I also just need some reference points. Maybe we can just leave these two reference points so we can stretch out. And God's like, no, you need to keep going. And I'm like, he says, lengthen, keep going. Oh, this is scary. What about here? Here's pretty big further. Spirit lead me where my trust is without... What about here, God? I mean, this is pretty big. No, no further, lengthen. Don't hold back. Okay, I'm going to step out. No, I'm, I'm going for it. Like, I'm going for it. Like, what about here? That's pretty big, God. No, keep going. Lengthen, don't hold back. I don't know what's going on, God. I've never been here before. Just keep going and trust me. I'm stepping out now. I'm a man of God. I'm here. I'm going to believe for this. And God's like, keep going. 
No, 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 come on now, Lord. I'm out here. Keep going, okay. What about here, God? I'm going to stretch out to here. No, keep going. Don't hold back. I want to go back. I have no framework. That tent has been my framework. And God is calling me out to somewhere I've never been before. I'm in the stretch right now. Keep going. This rose reserved. I'm sorry, host team. I'm coming over. Church, what do you do when your reference points has changed and you're not used to having a preacher stand here and preach to you from here and your 10 pegs are being moved? There's got to be a certain resilience that's built in you because everything wants to go back there because there is where I know. I know that comfort zone. I know those people. I know how God's done it in the past. But here, I am out here. It's echoing back to me. I can hear my own voice. It's weird. I'm in the stretch right now. This church is in the stretch right now. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You are being asked to move out or well out of your comfort zone. I was laughing um, with Jesus. We get on. And um, <laughs> because um, I don't know what scripture it is, I think it's in John, uh, where Jesus is talking to Philip. And this is about the 5,000 because he's trying to stretch. Jesus' imagination. I don't know if we've got that on the screen. I think it's in John and somewhere. It's great in the New Testament. And, um, and Jesus says, he says to Philip, oh, awesome. He says, when Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, <laughs> this made me laugh so much, where should we buy bread for these people to eat? So this is like 10,000 people, 5,000 men, women and children. And, and Jesus turns to him and says, where should we buy food for these people to eat? Where should we go? And, um, and it says this. I love this. This is a bit cheeky. I don't know if Jesus can be cheeky, but this is cheeky. It said, he asked this only to test him for he already had in mind what he was going to do. It's like, it's like, I can imagine Jesus turning to the camera. Watch this, guys. This is going to be awesome. I love Philip's reply. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, where should we go to buy, the where should we go to buy food for these people? And, Je and Philip says, it would take more than a half year's wages to buy enough food for everyone to have a pride. What, what, what's Philip saying? Philip's saying, Jesus, this is not a Morrison's or Tesco's or Waitrose situation. Like, where should we go to buy the food? Like, should we go here? Should we go there? Let's talk about the money that it costs to feed these people. Oh, and, and, and what's happening is, is, is he, Jesus is messing with Philip's reference points. He's messing with how he's going to do it. Philip has no idea. Jesus, where should we go and buy? Where should we go and buy the bread? Philip's like, this guy. We haven't got enough money. We can't do this. And this is what's happening to some of us today. You don't have to. I know it by the, through the Spirit of God. That some of you, it's like Jesus is saying something to you that has your reference points are all over the place and you've got no reference for what God's trying to do. And he's not letting you in on how he's going to do it. He's just saying, your tech peg needs to go here right now. It's like, what? So can we just forget for a moment that we, for those of you who know the Bible, know how this story ends, just put yourself in Philip's point of view. Jesus asked him a bit of a silly question. Where should we go and buy the food? I'm sorry, Jesus. 
How much do you think we get paid around here? We're not all day study Jesus. We're not all bowling like that. He's messing with his reference points. The tendency is to try and play small, to go back to what we know. And Jesus doesn't want us to do that in this season. He wants to embrace. Let me just take it a step further because this isn't theory. Some of you are here right now and it feels really uncomfortable. But God is building something inside of you. You look at what you've got and it's not enough. You look at what you've got left and it's not enough. And you are finding yourself in this stretch where God is building a resilience in you saying, don't hold back, lengthen, go long. Keep going, keep going. I know the tension is to, is to play it small. Well, let me just go back to what I know. No, keep going. It's time to move out of your comfort zone. You need to go long. Hey, this is how Jesus works, which is crazy. He, he asked you to take what you were holding and give it away. But I haven't even got enough and now you're asking what I have to give it away. Yeah. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You're in a season where it's like, you used to hold something and God's saying, I want that. And you're like, how is this gonna work? But something's been built inside of you where you're trusting in Him. This is what it says in Hebrews. Hebrews 10, verse 38 to 39 says, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. But, but, But we do not belong, heart church, we do not belong to those who shrink back to just keep going back to what we know. No, we embrace the stretch and that, ah, this is difficult. I don't know how this is gonna work out. God, you've spoken to me and I'm believing again. Am I just, should I just settle here? I'm tired of waiting for that husband. I'm just gonna settle here. I'm tired of waiting, should I just, and God's like, no, stand on my promise. Ah, waiting for the promise, enlarging on the inside, learning resilience learning patience, growing, becoming more on the inside. I'm not very flexible, will be one day, but um, doing these stretches and guy on the YouTube clip will say, lean into the stretch, just lean into the stretch. Some of us need to lean into the stretch. We need to embrace the season that we're in and kind of go, okay, If I do this, actually, I'm going to be more flexible in God's hands. I'm going to be more of use to Him. And we see this because the disciples, they were around Jesus and He was blowing their minds. He was using examples and reference points that they had no idea. But you know what happened when the Spirit of God came upon them? Then they were doing the same miracles that they'd seen Jesus do. They had the same boldness. They were doing the same. They were blowing other people's reference points. It's like, no, no, Gentiles and Jews, can, they, they, they're all belong to Jesus. And they're like, what? We've got no reference point. But because they'd embraced the stretch, they could be used (laughs) to stretch other people as well. That is God's will for your life. Something is happening in you. Something is happening in us. God is building something in me. I was having a moment with God. I was asking all these questions. What about this? How's this gonna happen? God, how is this gonna come through? And I had this moment where it's like, I'm trying to like say all these things, do it all in my own strength. And I had this moment where it's like, oh, this is the bit where I fall on my knees and cry out to God for help. (laughs) Yeah. This is the bit where you build something in me, right? Yeah, okay, God. (laughs) 
God, I can't do this. I need you. I know you're not going to just get me out of this. You want me in this. And just had a time of praying out to God, say, okay, God, I need you. Is that okay? That realization that, no, this stretch is here. It's not going anywhere. I'm trying to do something in you. Embrace the stretch. Humble yourself. Call out to God. I'm building something in you. You know, I was saying to some of the, the team, the only thing that gives me confidence as a leader is not because I feel like I'm a phenomenal leader. I feel like I've got a grace on my life. But the reason that helps me is because I realize I've not got, I am not one of those people. You know, some people are just brilliant. Like they're just, they're quite autonomous. They just brilliant thinkers. They quite self-sufficient. They can do everything themselves. They're just brilliant people. Some of you are like, yes, I, yes, I am. I can relate to that. I know what you're talking about. And I'm not one of those people. I'm like a team player. I'm like, I need, I need people's input. Naomi was laughing at me. I'm like the person who kind of says, hey, just come on. Can I just run this thing past you? Because I haven't got what it takes. But what I've done is I've learned to kind of be where I am right now. And what's good about that, what gives me courage about that is because when I embrace a new season in my life, I don't rely on my own strength. Because I'm like, I've got to learn. This can be learned. Does this make sense? Because I've had to learn how to get here, all I need to do is learn how to get to this next level. And so I'm not relying on my own strength because if I was relying on my own strength, I was like, I can't go there. It's the same with the stretch. It's like, okay, God, when I look back past my on my life, I've seen seasons where you've stretched me and something that I didn't think I used to be able to do, now I can do. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? And so that should give you confidence that God built you resilience in you to face this next challenge, like, no, I know how this works. If I just keep trusting God, He's going to build something on the inside of me. He's going to do something bigger. And I was saying to some of our teams, we're going to look back at this and kind of think, man, this is, this is so small. Why? Because we've built muscle and resilience and strength. And some of the challenges that we have right now won't be challenges anymore. Why? Because God is building resilience through the stretch. Thirdly, and then we'll pray. Luke, oh, sorry, it, goes on to say, Isaiah, it talks about strengthening your stakes. Strengthen your stakes. I believe, yeah, can we just put that up? It's Isaiah, yeah, you've got it, yeah, you've got it, you've got it. Oh, no, that one, not that one, that's cool. Yeah, 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 that one. Strengthen your, yep, no, go back. Awesome, strengthen your stakes. That's, that's brilliant. So after you've enlarged and after you've stretched out and after you've believed God and after you've dared to believe and stretch and put a new reference point in an unfamiliar place, God wants to establish a new normal in your life. He wants to establish new habits. This is a word for some people here today, I know it. God wants you to establish new habits to secure the revelation of freedom that you've received. He, what's that called? That's called strengthening your stakes. It's not just about enlarging and then when the wind comes, it's like, oh, we didn't strengthen that new position. No, God wants to get you used to a new normal. Put roots down, put systems down, put things down so you secure what He said to you. Secure what He said to you. I was speaking to somebody, they've gone on Freedom in Christ course, an amazing course. And, and they said, oh, I said, how are you doing with like reading those statements? Because you have these beautiful statements built on God's Word that you're supposed to confess. And they said, oh yeah, I've not really done those. I need to do that. And um, what happened is they stretched out. They've been on that course and they stretched out. They're thinking it. They'd heard this amazing revelation and truth, but they weren't securing 
the stakes. They weren't securing what God had wanted to do. God doesn't just want to stretch us, so we go back to where we were. He wants to strengthen that revelation, put it down. And I, I felt to say to some people here today, it's time to do things that establish where God is taking you. It's almost like a bit of a memorial stone that says, no, God's, I, I'm not going to move from this position. I'm, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to. Jesus talks about that. The kingdom of God is like, he talks about the word of God is like seed. And even today, what's going to happen is, according to scripture, that some people are going to hear this word and go, no, it's for you. But then what's going to happen is that worries and cares are going to come and steal that word away. That's what God says. So some of you, that's, that's going to happen. It's like, oh, that was great. Some of you, what's going to happen, there might be a trial that comes and you've heard this word, but you kind of go, ah, this is too much and I'm going to revert back. That's what the Word of God says, not me. Don't fall out of me. But then he goes on to say, and I'm believing this for all of us, but this is what Jesus said, that some of us are going to hear the Word and we're actually going to put a stake in the ground and receive it and bring something of permanence. So this, this, this inspiration, this revelation isn't just that, but it actually becomes something established in your life. The stretch isn't just about the stretch, it's about going to another level and taking roots so something new can be established. Can we stand together? You've come to the end of this message. We hope you've been challenged and inspired. Stay up to date with everything going on in the life of our church by checking out our social media. Just search Heart Church UK.